Hello, welcome again to another edition of Elephants in the Room. And today, we're going to talk about um, the United States, just in a general sense. And um, if you are a historian or somebody who's watched history, you know, you would always know about the Roman Empire, or you would be taught that in school. And one of the things about the United States is that we have so many different correlating features that, that go together with the Roman Empire, you know, and not in a good fashion, not in a good way. And today, you know, basically, you know, back in the day that the, the saying was Rome is burning, well, the United States is burning right now. You know, one of the things that happened with Rome is that, you know, they had so many different things they were trying to do. They were trying to expand. They were, they had all these different political things going on. They had corruption. They had, it was just a, a, a litany of things that they were doing in Rome that led to their downfall. And one of the things with Rome is that you could not stop it. It was like a juggernaut. They, they wanted to go all across the, the, the world, taking over different countries and expanding and expanding and expanding. And I can tell you this right here. I was reading some more and I said, you know, I wanted to, you know, find out, you know, well, why exactly did Rome fall or what led to the downfall of Rome? You know, and one of the things about it was it was invasions that kind of led to the downfall. Well, is there an invasion happening in the United States right now? No, not not really. But if you go to the southern border or even possibly the northern border, there is theoretically a mini invasion happening. You know, this this past year, the year right now is 2022. The past year and since Joe Biden has, has gotten to office, we've had well over a million people or maybe two million people, maybe even three million. Who knows how many people have crossed the border undocumented? And on the irony in that is this right here is that, hey, maybe I should just take a, if I want to go out of town or go out of the, out of the country, just come through the southern border and I don't have to worry about TSA and all that. It, it, it boggles the mind how we can have, you know, all these stringent uh, rules and principles that we have to follow at the airport. But yet and still, if I go across the southern border, there's none of that. You know, and then on top of that, you know, some of these states and some of these cities, they're, you know, sanctuary cities, they're experiencing what these southern states and southern cities on that border are faced with. And that is just rampant people crossing the border, rampant people coming coming at will, rampant, just you name it. I mean, they're, they're, they're going through it. And it's just over and over and over again. And I, I think that the irony is that it's just that's the same thing that the Romans went through, the same thing. And we're going through it yet and still again here in the United States. The next thing the United States is going through is that we have a lot of wars that we've been placed and dealing with, war after war after war. And one of the things that happened in the Roman Empire, guess what? They had war after war after war. And basically, you know, there was a thing called the British Empire, Roman Empire, and we have an American empire now. They didn't want to call it that, but I was in the military, and I got to tell you, one of the things that I noticed is that we have soldiers in all kinds of countries. I mean, we have soldiers in well over, heck, 80, 90 countries around the world, and it's probably some other countries that we don't even know about. So the United States footprint is in all these different countries, and our foreign policy leads us to take care of other countries, but not taking care of ourselves. You know, you know, right now we're basically 
sending all kinds of things to Ukraine and we're supporting Ukraine in their endeavor, in their war, but yet and still there's a war being placed here. There's a war going on here in the United States. Now you say, well, there's no fight in the streets. Absolutely, there's not fighting in the streets right now. But there's other things that are going on. You know, it's just our infrastructure, all kind of things that are going on. You know, there is a uh, there's cities in the United States that don't have proper water. If you go to Flint, Michigan, they they're still having issues with their water. If you go to Jackson, Mississippi, they're still having issues with their water. But yet and still, we're over there fighting a war in in Ukraine. We still have soldiers in Iraq and our in in Afghanistan. We have soldiers in in Korea. We have soldiers in Japan. We have soldiers in Germany. We have soldiers, probably some still, still, left, still left in Somalia. We have soldiers in, in Cuba. We have soldiers in Panama. We have soldiers, and you name it, we have soldiers there. You know, and, and how is this sustainable? It's not. And I, I think that, that we're at a point right now where we're getting to a an inflection point where, you know, things will tip in the opposite way, you know? Another thing that's going on in the United States, and the, the Romans, they didn't have to necessarily deal with this from right here, but it's how our money's based. You know, we have a, what they call a petrodollar. And the petrodollar, you know, it was always, uh, you know, a way to exchange oil, you know, and they had to buy it and sell it in, in dollars. Well, now... They have these things called called the BRICS nations, and the BRICS, BRICS nations they are um, starting to use their own currencies. And then on top of that, because of the person that we have in office named Joe Biden, he has so soiled the relations with Saudi Arabia that now Saudi Arabia is is looking to do other things. You know, so, so what our actual dollar is based on is starting to change. So when that takes place, it's going to be very interesting because how can we possibly sustain the way of life in the United States? It should have never been on that to start out with, but how can we continue to keep our life the same as it's always been? You know, another thing that's going on in the United States is our free speech. Now, I'm talking freely on this platform here, but right now, you know, and, and I have a little podcast. I may have a couple downloads, you know. Some people have thousands or millions of downloads or millions of followers. You know, I'm banned off of, off of Twitter for some some innocuous thing that I may have said. And um, it, it's, it's crazy because you can't say which, which, what should be said. You can't voice an opinion. And that's all it is. It's just, it's just an opinion. I should be free to have an opinion. But in, in the United States... We don't have any opinions anymore, you know, or we, we can't voice them. Let me put it a different way. We can't voice it. And if you do voice it, then you're ostracized. Another thing that's going on in the United States is our judici- judicial system is going to crap. It's not, um, it's not conducive. It, it's not uh, where it should be. I don't think that some of the punishments... Um, are where they should be. Some should be more, obviously. Some should be less. Um, if you go to other countries and, and you look at how progressive they are and, and the outcomes that they get on, in their judicial system, you'll find that they're 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 better, you know. And 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 if we're running around the world touting ourselves as this great country, which we are a great country, then we should have a greater system. Um, I, I I'm I'm at a loss because 
one of the primary things of a democracy is good elections and being able to vote. And we have a situation now in Arizona, and actually I, th- I believe it's, it's the same situation in a lot of states where our votes are not being counted. You know, depending on what the on who's who's in charge or which party has the secretary of state or the elections officials, they are putting in things to sway elections. Literally sway elections. Votes are literally not being counted. And, you know, it seems like, you know, we're, we're going in the opposite direction as some of the countries that we're trying to push forward. You know, as some other countries, they have solid ways to count votes. They have solid ways to, to conduct their elections. And they seem to work. In the United States, we're having systematic abuses by the police departments. And one of the things I think people should take a look at and seeing is that over the course of time, our police departments have been militarized. I was in the military and I retired. And I can tell you, there's some police departments out here that have better equipment than the military has. And, I'm, and it, it leads you to think, who are you preparing? Who are you fighting? What kind of crime is on the streets that we have to have this, this amount of artillery? But then on the flip side of that particular conversation, I would say, hey, perhaps we should send some of those police departments or some of those some of those resources down to the border because clearly they need it. Clearly, we have an issue with the with the poorest border. Debt. One of the things that is plaguing our nation right now is debt and physical responsibility. And I think there's no physical responsibility in our country right now. Uh, We have a party parties because it's it's not just a democratic party but the democratic party is more blatant with it but we have parties that are out here just spending money 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 you know we have a ppp program which people totally took advantage of and they were given free loans we've been giving money to all all kind of foreign countries i mean the, the amount of our foreign policy foreign policy dollars is astronomical and you have to think to yourself, why do you spend all this money on these other countries and not internally? We have bad roads, bad bridges, bad schools. I touched on earlier, bad water systems that we need to, that we need to fix. If you go and you look at an airport in Singapore or, or Abu Dhabi or any of these other countries, they have state-of-the-art everything. Our train system is archaic. Our bus system is archaic. Just just regular transportation is archaic. We're not even going to get on, on the state of our health care because the health care system has been broken. It's been monetized so much that any any kind of nickel and dime that they can do to get through to you or to get to get through to your wallet, they will try and they will keep on. And so it's it's a sad state of affairs when we can't even we can't even do the regular things that we should be doing as a nation. We have plenty of money here. Plenty of money flows through the United States, but the money does not stay. It's in, it's out. Um, we took all of our industry out of the United States. There was a gentleman named Ross Perot, and I never forget, he had a um, uh, debate. It was a political debate. And at the time, I was young. I didn't understand the dynamics of what he said. But he said, you know, when we passed, I think it was at that time, I think it was NAFTA. If you pass this, you know, you're going to hear a big sucking sound out of the United States. 
Well, we're way past the sucking sound now. There is almost absolutely no industry. We don't make anything. A lot of things we get in the United States, we outsource to China. China makes the cheap goods. They send the goods here to the United States. We are a consuming nation. We consume everything. And that model only works for a certain amount of time. Because at, at, at a certain point, you have you don't have the industry that we used to have. They used to have um, cotton mills and things of that nature in the south. And if you go up north, you know, it was tires. And if you go into Pittsburgh, it was steel. You know, different different areas of the, of the nation had different things that they had to offer. You know, if it was, you know, Houston, you know, they named it football. It's so Houston Oilers, you know, oil in Texas, you know. These different things, we, we had these. And it just seems like we have inept, crazy, lunatic people that are running this nation. So I ask, you know, you know, is Rome burning? Yes, Rome is burning, a.k.a. the United States is burning up. We have all kinds of issues right now that have to be addressed. And I asked myself, I said, how do we address these things? How do we come on board and say, hey, we want to make things better? What is the answer? What are the, what's the thought process to get us to that point? Because we're at a point right now where there's so many talking heads. There's so many different opinions. I have a podcast here. I'm talking on this platform here. But there's a lot of people that are talking. But what actions does it take? Do we, do we say, hey, we're going to just keep talking, keep talking, and nothing occurs? Mm-hmm. Is, is, is this a revelation or is this a, a proclamation for some kind of civil war? Is, is, does that happen? I mean... You know, if you hear a Democrat talk, they claim that on January 6th, the people tried to take over the government. And for the life of me, it makes no sense because if they were going to try to take over the government, they'd have been fully armed and they would have been attacking. And they were not attacking. But but they've taken that and they've made that out to something that it definitely wasn't and it was not intended to be. You know, we have a judicial system, the Supreme Court on down, that and to some degree is rotten to the core. You know, they're afraid to take on different things. And um, I asked myself, I said, hey, you know, what is the end game? What is the end game for the burning of the United States from within? From within. We're not being attacked by a different country straight out. But some of these countries have put things in place and and have, uh, and have and some of our own ineptness in the government, and some some people with a lot of money have had directly tried to stop the United States from proceeding forward, progressively, infrastructure-wise, judicially, physically. So I ask everybody hearing this right here, what would you do? What is the answer? This podcast, I'm not here to change anybody's opinion. I'm just here to get people to think. And talk and question. Think, listen, talk, question. Ask, ask yourself internally, hey, what am I doing? What am I saying? What What is it going to take for the United States to wake up? What is it going to take for the person in the mirror that you look back at every morning to wake up and say, hey, wait a minute, I need to do something different. Wait a minute, what's going on with my country? There are some people here who... who you know, say, you know, United States is this, United States is that, you know, and to them, you know, that don't like it, 
I would certainly say, hey, pack your shit and leave. Because that's that's what should happen. Go someplace else that's that's better. And apparently right now, there's probably a couple places that are better to some degree. But if I had to say, I would rather not be any place but here. But here is is starting to crumble. Here is is starting to shatter. The American dream is 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 on life support. It's not dead, but it's on life support. The American dream is, is for some folks now, is the American nightmare. It's not a dream anymore. This, this social experiment that was supposed to be so good, the land of milk and honey, should be that. It should be that. It can be that. But what, what's, what is it going to take to get back there? Do we have to have a total breakdown, a total break up to get to that point? Can we last another 10 years? You know, I, I look at different websites and look at different news stations and, you know, some news stations say, hey, there's not going to be an election. How can we trust the elections? Well, right now you can't. You don't know who's telling you the truth. If you listen to, to the mainstream media, the CNNs, the MSNBCs, the Fox Newses, or any of the mainstream media, you don't know what to think. There's some people who are CNN um, junkies. There's some people who are Fox News junkies. And if, and if you talk to a person that listens straight to Fox News, they're going to give you the Fox News narrative. If you talk to somebody who's doing the CNN, they're going to give you the CNN narrative. So, so now, now our news has been politicized. Our, our internal agencies, the FBI, the CIA, the NSA, the DHS, you know, these agencies are weaponized against the American people, the very people that they're supposed to serve, the very people that, that they're, they're supposed to care about, the very institutions that are supposed to help move things forward and make things better for our nation are now breaking our nation down. Tearing this nation from the seams. And I ask people that may hear this, what do you do? What do you say? How do we hold these people accountable? How do we take our freedom back? And when you say something like that, you know, people, they, they think that you're some kind of nut. Because you're, there he goes, he's a freedom nut again. Well, yeah, I'm going to have to be a freedom nut because I don't want, I don't want the uh, oppressiveness that's about to show up to show up. It's just a matter of time before, the, if, we're still, if we stay on this current trajectory, <laughs> words twisted, if we stay on this, this current path, that there isn't a total breakdown of society in this country. In this country, in the United States, a total breakdown of society. It's just a matter of time. What's that time? Is it a year from now? Is it, was it when the next election comes and, and the results aren't what people thought they were going to be? Is it going to take you know, them trying to uh, bamboozle Donald Trump because you know, they, they want to cook up so many different charges, but yet and still... Hunter Biden has all kind of stuff he's done, and his father, Joe Biden, but nothing happens to him. Is it going to take that to, to this, the people to say, hey, you know what, the hell with it, 
uh, we're just gonna go crazy and just start doing stuff. Because because I'm telling you, there there is a there is a, a underlying movement I believe that's moving right now, and people are getting into a situation where people are out there hurting, and people are getting frustrated, and people that they want somebody to be accountable. At the same time, they want somebody to be accountable. People are hungry in this country, in the United States of America, or in the Americas. Let me say it that way, because certainly the United States is not united. The United States is not united anymore. If you're in California, life is one way. If you're in New York, it's another way. If you're in Texas, it's another way. If you're in Florida, it could be a great way. But the United States is not united. You know, Rome, a.k.a. the United States, is burning. I want to say it again. Rome, a.k.a. the United States, is burning. Not for just the reasons that I listed. Oh, there are many more. I could... I could go on and I could say, well, hey, there's about another 10 or 15 that are strong. And then you got you got some offshoots from there. You know, I don't want to um, incite the the uh, the letter people to come after me because of some of the things that I've seen there. But again, if you if you for the Bible readers out there, there's a word that says if the foundations be destroyed, what shall the righteous do? Right now, the foundations of the United States are being destroyed. What shall the righteous do? The foundations of the United States is being destroyed. What shall the righteous do? Again, thank you for listening to Elephants in a Room podcast. We look forward to talking to you again.